The Tennessee Titans are getting back some key pieces on the offensive line, but they should not change their starting five. I'll explain why on today's edition of the Locked on Titans podcast. Let's get it. You are Locked on Titans, your daily Tennessee Titans podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Locked On Titans podcast. I am your host, Tyler Rowland. Titans fans, we got a lot to talk about on today's show. The Tennessee Titans are getting some pieces back on the offensive line, but they should make no changes to their starting five. Also, Kyle Phillips should be back with the Titans this week. Should he be the punt returner, though? We'll talk about that. And the AFC South is up for grabs. We'll talk about where the Titans sit within the division. Before we get into all of that, thank you guys for making the Locked On Titans podcast your first listen each and every day. Remember, Monday through Friday, Tennessee Titans content all year round, always for free. Make sure that you get subscribed, stay subscribed. It's your team every day here on the Locked On Titans podcast. Shout out to my everydayers out there tuning into the show Monday through Friday. We talked about the film yesterday. Tomorrow, we're going to have crossover Thursday, get some behind enemy lines information from the guys at Locked On Colts. Friday is game plan Friday, where we talk about how the Titans should win the game on Sunday. So a lot of good stuff coming up again. Make sure you get subscribed, stay subscribed. It's your team every day. But diving right in here, Nicholas Petit Ferrer was reinstated early from his suspension for gambling. Uh, The NFL changed some rules where basically... NPF would have only been suspended two games instead of the six games that he got under the new policy. So with that being the case, the NFL immediately reinstated NPF as of Monday. So he's back with the team. The Titans got a roster exemption where they could keep him off the roster till next week, but I think they're going to go ahead and add him now. The question then becomes, should Nicholas Petit-Ferrer be put back into the starting lineup right away. Also, the Titans are supposed to get back Peter Skaronsky from his appendectomy that took place right before week two. So after missing three games, Skaronsky should be back with the Titans in practice this week and hopefully be able to play. So with Skaronsky back in the fold and Nicholas Petit-Ferrer back in the fold, should the Titans change their starting lineup? And for me, it's no. And I said this a couple of weeks ago too. And it was before the Browns game, and then Andre Dillard looked awful. And I get it. All of you guys were like, hey, what about changing the lineup now? Now what you've seen? My answer is still no. And I don't mean leave Dylan Raidens in. I mean the starting five that the Titans came into the season with. Andre Dillard at left tackle, Peter Skaronsky at left guard, Aaron Brewer at center, Brunskill at right guard, and um, Chris Hubbard at right tackle. Leave that group intact. When we came into the season, Most of us accepted the fact that the Titans could not go from the worst offensive line in the NFL to one of the best offensive lines in the NFL in one offseason. They simply didn't have the resources to do that. But if the Titans could go from the worst offensive line in the NFL to an average offensive line, now that would be a big success. Well, folks, I'm here to tell you that the Titans do have an average offensive line right now. And that's without Peter Skaronsky helping out everybody for the last three weeks. 
They've had their first-round draft pick starting offensive lineman, the best offensive lineman on the team, for three of their four games. And right now, the Titans have an average offensive line. And honestly, on the right side, the Titans have a good offensive line. So right now, Daniel Brunskill, top 10 in pass rush win, uh, pass block win rate and run block win rate, ESPN's analytic metric. Chris Hubbard is top 10 in pass block win rate. The Titans as a team are 13th in pass block win rate, 16th in run block win rate, and and if you take a look at Pro Football Focus's grades for team blocking and you look at ESPN's grades for team blocking, the Titans are an average blocking offensive line. I know that's hard to accept with what we've seen, but the reality here is that's where they're at. So I am not changing that. And look, Andre Dillard could be replaced at left tackle. But if you do that, if you replace Andre Dillard at left tackle, you're putting in Nicholas Petit-Ferrer at left tackle, who Nicholas Petit-Ferrer moved to the right side later in college because he was better on the right side than he was the left side. He's not a left side player. So I don't think that Nicholas Petit-Ferrer would necessarily be better than Andre Dillard. And let me say this, I'm not putting in NPF over Chris Hubbard either because Chris Hubbard is playing very well right now. And Mike Vrabel even said in his press conference on Monday, I like the way that Chris Hubbard's playing right now. So I I, I guess, I know this isn't the answer that a lot of people want to hear, but with Skaronsky coming back and able to help Aaron Brewer and help Andre Dillard, and again, we talked about this. Andre Dillard bounced back in a big way, but it was because he got help. Okay, he got a lot more help. But that's what you had to do all along. Again, you weren't going to turn this into a great unit overnight. So you get Skaronsky back in the lineup to help Brewer and help Dillard. That's great news. Brunskill and Hubbard have been holding it down on the other side. And Hubbard, of course, is getting some help from the tight ends and chipping and all of that. That's absolutely happening. But I, I just don't think that you ruin the cohesion, that you ruin the chemistry, that you ruin the momentum that the offensive line is building right now. It's just not time to do it right now, okay? And again, like we talked about with the quarterbacks, okay? The bye week is week seven, after the London game against the Ravens in week six. If the offensive line struggles mightily the next two weeks, and of course you're talking about individual players, Andre Dillard, Aaron Brewer, this and that. If the Tennessee Titans offensive line struggles mightily the next two weeks with two of the top pass rushes in the NFL, the Colts and the Ravens are some of the top pass rush units in the NFL right now. Quiddy Pay has three sacks. DeForest Buckner has two sacks. The Ravens have a collection of guys getting sacks with all the pressure they bring. If the Titans offensive line doesn't perform and the Titans lose both of those games, and we get to the bye week, then you can think about making some changes. But right now, let Skaronsky get back into his spot, keep NPF on the bench, move Dylan Raidens to the bench. Now you have depth, you have some talent, you have some options if this first version of the offensive line doesn't hold their weight the next two weeks. But I'm just not ready to make changes yet. Give these guys a little bit more time because at this point, I don't know that Dylan Raidens or NPF is a massive upgrade over Andre Dillard at left tackle. And I know that Aaron Brewer is a weak link, a weak link but at center, I don't want to mess with the communication hub of the entire offensive line midseason. Especially with other people. Brunskill off center experience, but not a lot of it. So, 
I, I think you just leave the offensive line where it's at right now and let's see these next two weeks and we can reassess at the bye. I know people are impatient and that's not what people want to hear, but I think that's the right move when you have a team sitting at two and two tied for the lead in their division. And speaking of the division, we're going to talk about the AFC South, where the Titans sit right now, where they need to go at the end of the show. But right now, we're going to talk about Kyle Phillips, who is returning to the Titans this week. He's been designated to return. And does that mean he's designated to be the punt returner? We're going to talk about that in just a moment. Before we get into that, do want to let you guys know that today's episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. Our partners at eBay Motors have teamed up with Locked On Fantasy Football host Vinny Iyer to bring you some of the best fantasy picks each week all season long. Whether you're prepping for a daily draft, scouting the waiver wire, doesn't matter. Every week, we're going to provide you with players that are guaranteed to fit on your roster. Let's see who Vinny has picked out for us on this week's eBay's Guaranteed Fit Fantasy Picks of the Week. Packers running back Aaron Jones didn't fare well with limited work returning from his hamstring injury against the Lions in week four. With some time to heal off a mini bye, look for Jones to be ready to show his old explosive self as a runner and receiver on Monday night in Las Vegas. He will feel right at home with plenty of cheeseheads making the trip to the desert against a bad Raiders overall defense not too far down the road where Jones' star was born in his hometown of El Paso. Texas. Vinny Iyer from Locked On Fantasy Football is going to help you win your fantasy championship. And eBay Motors knows a championship team is about each player being a perfect fit. It's the same with your vehicle. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, roof racks, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Make sure that you go to ebaymotors.com to keep your ride or die alive. eBay, guaranteed fit, only available to U.S. customers, eligible items only, exclusions apply. Titans fans, thank you for making the Locked on Titans podcast your first listen each and every day. Before we continue today's show, do want to let you guys know football season is here and Locked on is kicking up our coverage with Locked on NFL kickoff live. Each Friday, Locked on will go live at 2 p.m. Eastern on every Locked on NFL YouTube channel. That includes the Locked on Titans YouTube channel. Host Tenetra Batiste, Jarvis Davis, and Kyle Krabs will break down every game on the NFL slate to get you ready for your team's matchup, your fantasy lineups, your betting angles, and more. Plus, get the in-depth local analysis from our stable of NFL hosts, that includes me, across the country who know these teams better than anyone else. Find Locked On NFL Kickoff Live every Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern on any Locked On NFL YouTube channel. Guys, Kyle Phillips is back. The Titans have designated Kyle Phillips for return. Now look, there is the chance that Kyle Phillips is not activated to the 53-man roster right away. Technically, injured reserve rules, the Titans have activated a 21-day window where Phillips can practice and they could choose whether to activate him. But all indications from Mike Vrabel saying he looks good, all indications 
from what you hear is that Phillips will be activated immediately. Phillips will be back with the team this week. And that would make sense because earlier this week, the Titans waived Mason Kinsey, which leaves us the question of who is going to punt return? Okay, Mason Kinsey had been doing a good job. Kiaris Jackson had been doing a good job. After that, the options are Amani Hooker. You don't want your starting safety returning punts. I'm, I'm sorry, that is simply a bad idea. Tajay Spears, do you want to risk Tajay Spears doing punt returns? I don't. I don't want to do that. He's too important to the offense. And then Kyle Phillips. But as we've seen, Kyle Phillips is injury prone. And last time he got hurt, it was on a punt return. So with Traylon Burks hurt and with the lack of short area quickness at receiver in the offense, can the Titans afford for Kyle Phillips to be their punt returner and to risk him in that way at this point with where the roster is right now? I just don't think that they can. Let me know down below in the comment section, do you think that Kyle Phillips should be the punt returner for the Titans upon his return? I just think at this point, from what we've seen, and with Traylon Burks being out, and where the offense is at, I got to take the L. I got to take the walk of shame and admit my preseason take of Kyle Phillips focusing on punt returner maybe is wrong. Maybe it was the wrong thing. Now, I still think that Chris Moore is a better player than Kyle Phillips, but the reality is no one within the Titans receiving group can replicate the short area quickness, the route running, and the skill set of Kyle Phillips. There's nobody on the team that has it. The Titans had nobody on the team last year that had it either. Right now, think the Titans are running out Chris Moore, NWI, DeAndre Hopkins, Traylon Burks, all big physical guys. Even Colton Dow is a guy who's coming. Where's the small quick guy? Where's the small speed? There is none except Kyle Phillips. Now, Phillips isn't speed. He's not running deep routes, but he's definitely short area quickness. And the Titans need that with all of the man coverage that they will see throughout the year. They need somebody other than Hopkins who can win off the line of scrimmage and move the chains. That is what the Tennessee Titans offense needs more than anything else right now. So if I'm the Titans, you gotta find, you gotta find a different way to, to find a punt returner. It can't be Kyle Phillips at this point. And I think what the Titans will do is they'll sign Mason Kinsey back to the practice squad. And they'll elevate Mason Kinsey off the practice squad for the game so that he can be the punt returner. But you can only do three elevations in a year before that player either has to be signed to the active roster or can't be elevated anymore. So elevating Mason Kinsey from the practice squad is not a full-time solution. That is not a solution to the Titans returner problem. And we haven't gotten an update on Kiaris Jackson to know if he's going to be coming back anytime soon to fill that role. But if you think Mason Kenzie, pretty good punt returns against the Bengals. You think about the punt return at the end of the game in overtime against the Chargers from Kiaris Jackson that set the Titans up to get that game-winning field goal. The Titans' special teams this year so far has been helpful, not a detriment to the Titans. So they can't let that change. But at the same time, you just can't risk Kyle Phillips punt returning now. So I don't know what the Titans can do going forward. I think they may have to consider just adding Mason Kinsey back until they can get Kiaris Jackson back on the team. But 
it's just a tough conversation because you don't want to risk what Kyle Phillips can give to the offense by having him on punt returns. But at the same time, if Kyle Phillips doesn't punt return, he only plays on third downs, and he doesn't offer enough value to the roster. So I think the Titans do put Kyle Phillips back at punt returner. I think it's a dangerous game to play, but at this point for Kyle Phillips to stay on the roster and to stay with the team for his rookie contract, I think he does have to add some value as a punt returner. So it's a risky thing for the Titans to navigate. What happens next remains to be seen. But we're going to move the page forward here on today's Locked on Titans podcast. We're going to look at the AFC South because right now every team is 2-2. and And the Titans have their first division game of the year coming up. Before we get into that, though, do want to let you guys know that today's episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Today's episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. And BetterHelp is absolutely fantastic. It's online therapy that's super convenient, super helpful. I've worked with BetterHelp before. I had a great time. They have a, a really nice questionnaire that helps you kind of figure out exactly what you want help with or what you want to focus on. And then it can properly pair you with the, the correct therapist. And one thing that I really like is you can change therapists at any time for free. It's not a problem. Okay. So you have flexibility, you have convenience. Um, I think that therapy personally has a, has a negative connotation to it, of course, where it's like you have all these problems and all these different things. At the end of the day, it's just helping you find the best version of yourself, no matter whether you just want to talk to somebody or whether you have experienced major traumas that you need to work through. Either way, if you're thinking of starting therapy, give better help a try. It's entirely online. Again, designed to be convenient flexible, suited to your schedule. You fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists at no at any time for no additional charge. Make your brain your friend. With BetterHelp, visit betterhelp.com slash locked on today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash locked on. This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design. The kind of experience you can only find in a Lexus SUV. A feeling this empowering is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the versatility of the complete line of Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Titans fans, let's cap off today's edition of the Locked on Titans podcast. We talked about the changes potentially coming on the offensive line, but I don't think there should be any. We talked about Kyle Phillips' return and what that means for the punt returner situation. Now I want to dive into where the Titans are within the AFC South because today's episode is a What's Next Wednesday where we look ahead at some questions for the upcoming week. And I think this is a good time to take a look at where the AFC South is as a division where the Titans are sitting, and, and what they need to be thinking about. Before we dive into it, though, again, thank you guys for making the Locked on Titans podcast your first listen each and every day. Tomorrow's crossover Thursday, then game plan Friday. Sunday, I put out two different podcasts recapping everything that happened. Make sure you get subscribed, stay subscribed. It's your team every day here at the Locked on Titans podcast. But again, every team 
in the AFC South, tied at two and two. All of them. Tied at the top or the bottom of the division, whatever you want to think about it. Now, the Texans have beat the Colts. The Jaguars have beat the Colts. I do believe that that is the case. Um, either way, all teams are two and two. Well, that's not right. Uh, Got to look at that. Col- I think the Colts did beat the Texans. I'm going to look it up right now. But either way, all teams are two and two. And the Titans have one division game this fr- or this weekend, week five against the Colts. One division game. Until week 11. So the Titans are in a crowded division. And I would imagine that the division is going to stay crowded. And they only have one opportunity to play a division game. Between now and like I said, week 11. So this is a very important game for the Titans to get out on the right foot. Okay, so the Colts are 1-1 one one in the division. Beat the Texans. Lost to the Jags. The Jags. Beat the Colts, lost to the Texans, and then the Texans beat the Colts, but lost to the Jacks. Yeah, I think that's right. It's it's a wicked web that we weave, okay? Trying to figure out who beat who. Um, but either way, it just highlights the importance of the division. Yeah, yeah, okay, the Colts beat the Texans. The Texans beat the Jags. The Jags beat the Colts. There we go. It's, it's a big triangle. But the point is, everybody's 1-1 one and one in the division. The Titans can send the Colts to 1-2 and two in the division while also taking the division lead. And then the Titans don't play that division, another division game until week 11, then they're all scrunched in to the end of the season. So the Titans need to take this opportunity right now to get a very important division win when they haven't played a division opponent yet. I mean, you look... Colts, Jags, Texans, all played two division games already and taken a loss. So the Titans can really give themselves an advantage here by winning this game. Right now, the Titans are technically last in the division based on the tiebreakers and all that different stuff. But the number one tiebreaker that matters most is your division record. All right? So the Titans can take first place in the division this weekend. All they got to do is win. Go to three and two. Man, this season would feel entirely different. Then it felt after that loss to the Cleveland Browns, right? And then the Titans get to play Anthony Richardson, who's a mobile quarterback, go into a game against the Baltimore Ravens where Lamar Jackson is a mobile quarterback and have similar game plans and kind of have the idea that they can create some cohesion and move things over and roll it over from week to week. I mean, this is a big opportunity for the Titans to to set themselves up for a huge end of the season because the schedule is a little bit easier at the end of the year. If the Titans get through this first stretch at 4-2, and two, leading the division after the struggles they had early on, they're absolutely cooking. So, huge game this week with division ramifications. That's what's next for the Titans, is, is getting this division win and getting this division lead. So, tomorrow, crossover Thursday, going to have the guys from Locked On Colts on the show. Excited to dive into everything with them. It's an exciting matchup, folks. But that is going to do it for me. As always, I am your host, Tyler Rowland, and this was Locked on Titans.